Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi, I'm Christy Ballantyne. I'm the chief of the section of cardiovascular research at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas. And delighted to uh, present the efficacy and safety of the oral PCSK9 inhibitor. MK0616, a macrocyclic peptide in the treatment of hypercholesterolemia, a phase 2B randomized placebo-controlled clinical trial. These are my disclosures. Well, I think everyone's familiar that LDL is a primary causative factor in atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. And despite effective treatments, we have a, a large proportion of patients who fail to achieve guideline recommended levels of LDL cholesterol. Injectable treatments that target PCSK9 have demonstrated large reductions in LDL cholesterol, decreased ASCVD events, but access barriers and need for repeat injections have led to poor adoption. So an oral PCSK9 inhibitor may widen access and improve attainment of guideline-recommended treatment goals. So this is some background on this molecule, MK0616. And this has been an interesting area. About 10 years ago, I was told it would be impossible to develop a small molecule because of the difficult nature to try to inhibit the interaction between PCSK9 and the LDL receptor. Now, this is a kind of a marriage of biotechnology with medicinal chemistry. The the biotechnology part is the macrocyclic peptide library where you could display on messenger RNA. You can screen up to 10 to the 14 potential compounds. This was used to identify a molecule that inhibited the interactions. And then the next step was the aspect of improving that molecule. So this is structure-based medicinal chemistry in making changes in the structure to improve the structure-activity relationship, the PK and the stability. And that's a picture of the predecessor molecule that was further refined The phase one data was presented at the AHA, and now this is the phase 2B dose-ranging study. Four dosages, 6, 12, 18, and 30 milligrams compared to placebo, so four out of five chance someone got active therapy, uh, three-week screening period, eight weeks of treatment, eight weeks of follow-up. The goal was to have a fairly broad range, although this was a fairly small study, 381 patients, What you can see is it was quite diverse, 49% women. If we take a look at race, 65% white, 16.5% Asian. Uh, There was 40% Hispano population. There was a range of ASCVD risk. So clinical ASCVD was about 39%. Intermediate to high risk was a lower half, and 5% were borderline, With and each one of those had to get to board on, you had a higher LDL level. So there was a range of LDLs in the study. And also there was a range of people who were on high intensity statin therapy, moderate or no statin therapy. The mean LDL was about 119 in the study. Well, let's go straight to the primary endpoint, the reduction in LDL cholesterol. And even at the lowest dose of six milligrams, there was a 41.2% reduction compared to placebo. You can see by the second dose of 12 milligrams, that's over 50%. And at the highest dose, there was a 
60.9% reduction in LDL. So the, you see nearly complete efficacy by two weeks. There was a persistent effect over the eight weeks. And looking at the different populations in the study, we looked at uh, pre-specified subgroups. Uh, there was generally consistent results across all the subgroups. Now, in addition to LDL cholesterol, we're also very concerned about ApoB and non-HDL cholesterol. These are also important measures of atherogenic particles for ApoB or atherogenic cholesterol for non-HDL cholesterol, and also robust reductions. At the lowest dose, 32.8%. At the highest dose, a 51.8% reduction in ApoB. Non-HDL cholesterol reduced 35.9% at the low dose of 6 milligrams, 55.8% at the 30 milligram dose. And as you might have expected, is that if you're seeing these kinds of reductions in terms of achieving, you know, the protocol-defined goals of treatment, uh, it was very successful at the two highest dosages, uh, about 91%. So one of the things, this was a only an eight-week study. So you look, some of this is tolerability and safety information. What you can see is in terms of discontinuations uh, due to an adverse event, this was low. We didn't see any dose-dependent uh, discontinuations. If you looked at the different uh, symptoms of AEs by organ uh, category, there was nothing that was seen as a dose-dependent over the different um, from 6 to the 30 milligrams. Well, let's summarize. So this is phase 2B randomized control trial in a diverse population of hypercholesterolic patients. All the doses showed superior reductions compared to placebo with up to 60.9% reduction in LDL cholesterol. There was improvement in ApoB and non-HDL in all of the groups with up to a 51.8% reduction in ApoB and a 55.8% reduction in non-HDL cholesterol. It was well-tolerated. There were no overall trends in AEs across the treatment groups. So these data were important in terms of the clinical trial process. You go phase one, phase two. So now there is the information which is available in terms of designing a phase three study. And their hopes are that this oral PCS inhibitor may improve access to effective LDL cholesterol-lowering therapies and improve attainment of guideline-recommended LDL goals aimed at reducing cardiovascular risk. This was published uh, online in JCC at the same time as the presentation. Thank you very much. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.